All right, well, we're on. Oh, hello, that was loud. Welcome. We have a new podcast studio today. It's raining <laughs> very hard outside. So, picture our little kitchen yeah, upstairs. Yeah. How big do you reckon this is? Two um, by, two by one, one, one and a half. That's yeah. our podcast studio today. We're all sitting on the floor and we just trained, so. Stink. Stinky. Stinky, stinky. But please let us know how you feel about this room and if you feel like it's uh, better for sound quality mm. and this could be our new studio. This could be it. Moving could be forward. Um, 2021. You guys 2020s. 2020's gone down the toilet. It has. It really has. And we are in, what are we, oh, what, would you say this is the second week? It's eight? No. Or it's the eighth today. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. technically it's it would be two weeks. It's second weekend. Second weekend of the new year. Yeah. How do you guys feel so far? Good. That's well, you good. just came. You didn't. Even, you've been really been here from no, the start of the new year. Maybe that's why I feel the same. <laughs> I've been here <laughs> the whole time. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Go so far, so good. Good. Yeah. Except Brisbane went to lockdown today. They did. Yes. They did. It's ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah. As long as we keep it away from here. Yeah, hopefully. Old Roni. But what are we talking about today? Not Roni. Um, we are going to talk about work. Work. Places. Workplaces. Yes. Yes. Like, a thing that people always ask us is how we have, like, a gym of women and we manage to keep it professional and not bitchy and, you know, all that stuff. And people find it surprising. They are so surprised. That we don't have that as well. That was, I was surprised. Yeah, same. surprised? Yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah. yeah. We, like, you get any amount of women in one place generally and it's like, you know, clicks and, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. That doesn't really happen here. That was yeah. definitely my first thought. Like yeah. when I moved here and then you were looking for a new coach, was like, oh, wonder what it's like working for an old woman's. Really? Yeah. So that's yeah. what people first think about all women's gym. Well, maybe not all people. No, I reckon they would. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So then I think of um, someone like that's trained here for a long time, Woodsy. Yeah. I reckon, but then you were the same because you've done team sports as well. I think because she's done team sports that are all women based, she just like got it and never really questioned that side of it. But you've done that as well, so yeah. Or were they bitchy? No, but I think because sports, it's a small like it's just like the same group all the time. Like it's you know you might have like ten ten girls, but like. Hundred, hundred, you know. <laughs> so there's lots of personalities in a yeah confined space. I guess. Interesting. Mm. Cool. And I think the other reason we want to talk about this is because you do lots of goal reviews, and a common thing that comes up all the time is people being unhappy at work. Yeah, so much. And I think so many people spend so much of their life at work, so it's really important to make it as enjoyable a place to be as possible. And I think we really well. We always say how lucky we are, but I don't think it's luck. I think we all work really hard to make sure that we, you know, get along and yeah. we have a good work environment. It's not luck at all. Um, and just I think it's the right amount of personality, like different types of personality that, you know, makes it really, really good as well. Interesting mm. and fun. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like if there was um, any kind of conflict, we've all got a good personality to be able to deal with that and not even personality, a good skill set to be able to deal with that well. Um, whereas I think that's a lot of what I've seen in the part or like from goal reviews is people don't address the issues at, at their workplace. Like they don't, um, you know, like a lot of the time it'll be like one person. Have you guys ever worked anywhere with shitty people? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What, like tell me a story. Like what? Um, just, I think the first thing that comes to mind is like 
poor leadership, um, and I probably didn't recognise this at the time because I didn't know anything about leadership and management, but looking back now, it's people asking you to do things, but you don't trust them or you don't respect them, um, and you get this, like, why would I do that for you? Like, I don't want to do all this stuff for you because I don't really like you that much, and it's just, like, people, yeah, I guess, like, situations like that. So it was yeah. shitty shitty leaders that you had issues with so it wasn't like other like workmates yeah yeah more more so from the top yeah more so from the top I would be a bit of both like I had the shitty leadership um but then miss is it miscommunication or like lack of communication within workmates as well which leads to talking behind people's backs Mm. and it just kind of festers into this like and I think that would be the norm in most workplaces yeah, yeah. and that's common. what yeah which blows my mind like and that's what we don't have here like if there is any issues like it would be very out in the open yeah. straight away like yeah. there wouldn't be a lot of like I would never let something like if let's just say you and Candace had an issue for some for some reason and you came to me with the issue I would be like you need to talk to Candace yeah. now yeah. like you need to figure it out right now whether you would want me there with you to talk to her about it um, or you just address it yourself. Like, I just it blows my mind that people don't. But I, I, that's me as a human. Like, if I've got an issue, I will talk to you straight away. Like, if it's a friend, if it's – if you're my husband, my poor husband. <laughs> like, whoever it is, like, I'll, I just don't understand why people let it eat them up and then they make up things inside their heads as well. Like, yeah. and then they just let it sit and fester and they, you know – it gets bigger, the problem gets larger, and it, it's... It's almost like they, yeah, they don't want, they want to avoid confrontation, mm. but then it makes it so much worse, um, and then bigger and longer, and then it just, it's in their own head, and then they start acting funny, and it just snowballs, yeah, I think, 100%. into this thing, rather than, like you said, just nip it in the bud, yeah. and just because you're going to confront someone, it doesn't mean it's going to end in a fight, or a big yeah. argument, it's kind of just like communicating back and forth and then letting it settle and and one thing I've said often and I don't know if you if I'm sure I've said it to you guys is I don't I truly believe that 99% of people on this earth are not bad people and they do not intentionally do bad things they don't know that they've done something wrong so if they don't get pulled up on it or get called out on it they they would have no idea that they're affecting you so just talk to them Mm -hmm. and come at it from a objective point of view and not like such an emotional you attacked me way and you can talk about it and figure out their side and you know that they didn't intentionally fuck you over yeah I think people don't set out to do something to you like just because someone did something wrong they weren't doing it to hurt you or to affect Mm. you at all it's just the way that they do things yeah like I think women take that on board as such an emotional thing like she did that to hurt me Mm. whereas it's probably not the case most of the time and even if it was she's the broken one like if she's the one that's trying to hurt you like if if that is the case um which I have had a goal review recently with someone who feels very um like isolated and attacked at, at their workplace from this one woman like she like it's not your fault that she's coming at you there's something that is within her that is very damaged or she's been brought up a certain way and that's how she's learned to deal with it it's not on you it's on her that's how you react to that that's the issue we just went down a very deep rabbit hole straight straight from the start didn't we (laughs) well let's go through some things that we talked about that make our workplace so good Mm. um so clear expectations is the first one yeah so i think we do this pretty well yeah and i think that's where a lot of people fuck up from the start is 
like if you don't have clear roles within the business or let's just say water in the plants. <laughs> I'll say water in the plants because they're a very important part of our business. It's the most important part of our business. <laughs> but it's something that isn't, um, what's the word? It's not um, a life and death situation. It doesn't. What is my plan? Very true, very true. It's not going to change the way the gym runs. If someone waters the plants or they, or, or they don't, it's not going to matter who waters the plants, but it's one of those jobs that um, uh, anyone can do and anyone should do, but if it's not written down on paper of the day when, who, what, where, then it won't get done. Or it gets done twice, which started happening for a little bit. We're like, why are the plants dying? <laughs> Too many people were watering them. Too many people were giving them love. Yeah. So things have to, like clear expectations to the point of writing down who, what, where, when, how. Like, that's literally what we do for all of our jobs. But it's not like we do it and it's done. We're constantly – I've got things in my brain right now that I need to talk to you about, actually. Um, <laughs> it's constantly evolving. Like, every time something goes wrong in the gym, we go, oh, shit, whose job was that? Why wasn't that written down? Sweet, let's fix it and write it down for next time. Exactly. It's not, whose job was that? Oh, my God, I'm going to tell Jordan. And, oh, my God, what a bet. She didn't do it properly. That's a <laughs> yeah. So I think that – and that's where things – in workplaces go wrong because they'll go, oh, she didn't do that yeah. again. Does she fucking know she had to do it? If she didn't do it again, she probably doesn't know. So just tell her. Write it down. Do better next time. Exactly. And that stuff comes from the top, I think. Like it's the boss and the manager's job to make sure that everyone knows what their roles are. Yeah. And yeah. the people under them are only doing what they're told to do. So. 100%. And that's the thing. Like, like if something isn't getting done that needs to be done, I don't go, fuck, I wish they'd do that. I go, why didn't you like this needs to be a system yeah, it's not a system missed. yeah so i you know i blame myself i'm quick to blame myself as to why that's not done and make sure not not i won't sit there and get mad at myself and then beat myself up about it i'll just write it down and, you're so shit <laughs> you're so shit bang my head against the wall for a while just yeah move on get it done so clear expectations and i think that's a lot of the problem initially with people in workplaces. Too yeah. many great we lines. stink. Does anyone else smell us? I can smell you. Very bubbly. It's deep, deep and so what would you say to someone who was maybe had a business or in a workplace and they didn't have that? How would they start? So are they the boss or? Sure. Yeah. So I would suggest that they write down everything that they do. They get all their staff to write down everything that they do, the day, the time, what it is, how it's done, and then they sit down all together and work out if anyone else is doing it what's getting missed and but yeah you just got to start with writing down everything you individually do and is, do you think that's why like a lot of it doesn't happen often is because that's a you know that that's quite detailed and that's a lot it's of work it's work. tedious mm. yeah and, and maybe i know most bosses or managers or whatever don't do that role yeah i think i think a lot of bosses and managers get caught up in Doing, doing stuff, picking up the pieces, but not actually creating the system so the others can help with the pieces. Like they just they just think that they can do it better, which I was I have been there like 100% and I'll just like I'll just do it because it's easier if I just do it rather than teaching them to do it. But if, if you step back and then take the time to teach the others to do it, create the system, then that's free. Like that might have taken three hours to do one day. But then that's done, hopefully, and you know, until it needs to evolve again. Yeah. So I, I definitely think that is a big, big part of the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, next one we've got is 
calling someone out. We kind of talked about this already. If they've stuffed something up, doesn't happen often. Like no. I can't even think of an example. Can you guys think of something? Anything? Mm-hmm. Not off the top of my head. I stuff 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 up often. Well, I think that's the biggest thing. Is like again, it comes down. Like you two would do a a lot of um, the jobs required here. Like out of most people that work here, like you two and myself do a lot of it. We could pretty much run it without these other fuckers. <laughs> joking, love you, joking. We need more. Yeah, Daddy pretty much runs the gym, actually. <laughs> um, so I think the good thing is is that the people that work here, including myself, they're, they're all about growth and um, being better themselves. So if they fuck something up, if an individual fucks something up, it's not often that I will have to actually – say a lot because they're beating themselves up way more and figuring out how they make make sure that that, that doesn't happen again yeah like I know if I screw something up I go straight through and I'm like I'm so sorry yeah. I did this like I'll almost like make it a point to beat you to the yeah to yeah. it and I'll tell you first before you can come to like give you a chance to come to me yeah um and then from and, there, and you'll and you will already have said how it's gonna not yeah happen like again. I've done this to yeah. try and rectify it yeah whatnot yeah so I think it comes down again with the like the people that work here, like you, there's not a lot that has to be done in terms of that. But yeah, but it, but it would happen. Like it does happen. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and uh, and the other big thing that I, I like I try to do a lot, and I I think I hope that you guys know that I do it is if I fuck up, I will definitely point it out to you as well. Like I should have done this better, and I'll make sure that this doesn't. Like I'm yeah. very accountable, and you know how a lot of bosses I think have it. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They like they will like pass the blame like they didn't do this and like there's that like really big ego behind it that yeah. you know I think we're all good at like fault. owning up to our mistakes yeah which is because I think like we know that we're not being judged when we say it if mm. that makes sense like we're all good at knowing oh yeah I make mistakes too that's cool you this is how we fix it and it's not the end of the world mm. whereas I think maybe some workplaces like they like you need to be punished or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there's probably just that more bitching behind the backs yeah. again and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And like the thing is, I feel I feel like a lot of people will hear this and go, yeah, but my workplace isn't like that. Yeah. But if you like, you can be the change. Be the change yeah. you want to see. Like if you start behaving in the way that you would hope everyone else behaves, and that's gonna you know encourage them to be that way as well. Like just because you may not be a leader in the workplace. Um, you may only be a casual that works two or three days a week, but doesn't mean that you can't, you know, start implementing these kinds of things and then, or even talk to, like sit down with your boss and talk to them about it and like, hey, I've got an idea. What do you think of this? Yeah, totally agree. Um, next one, we've got hiring people with a growth mindset. Let's talk about growth mindset first because I don't think we actually have before. Um, so like a fixed mindset is someone who thinks that things are the way they are. Like um, I am really bad at maths and I'm always going to be bad at maths. So I'm not going to bother trying. Whereas growth mindset's like I'm bad at maths, but I know if I continually work really, really hard at it, I will get better. Mm. So that's the difference between fixed and growth mindset. And I think all of us are definitely in that growth mindset. Have you always been? No. no. Hell no. No. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> I still like that's something that I have to work on quite a lot, I think. Yeah, it's a conscious effort mm. every day for me to – like yeah think like that yeah I, don't know. I used to be such a fixed mindset person like 
And because um, I think fixed mindset also have a victim mentality. Yeah. Like things were happening to me and I just always feel sorry for myself and all this. So it, when I read that book, it's called Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was life changing. Yeah. So, and I think since then I started to really. I haven't read that one. Oh, it's right so now. good. Ooh, yeah. good one. This is very it goes back to that um, that hierarchy we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, like that victim mentality is the bottom of the period, like that's the, the crappiest line. If you're stuck there, you're not in a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. You're not willing to put in the work to get better. You don't believe that you can get better. Mm-hmm. I think the staff that we've got are all very growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Or they want to be and they're trying to be. And they're trying to change. Yeah. And I think because I was a fixed mindset person, I was was also a big perfectionist. And I heard somewhere once in the podcast someone said that perfectionists are just procrastinators (laughs) because, like, you wait until everything's perfect, nothing gets done, hence you're procrastinating in a certain way or certain sense. And I was like, oh, my God, that is me. Like, nothing. I start something, but it's not perfect or it's not the right time, blah, blah, blah. And then in my head, it's also not good enough. And then I'm stuck in this way. And ever since, like, realizing that, you just start to, yeah, push outside your comfort zone a little bit in the hopes that you'll grow better and mistakes make you better and stuff yeah. as long as you learn along the way. I've brought it up before and I'll say it again. Just uh, jump off the cliff and build your parachute on the way down. Like, I've always been that way. I would say the only, I reckon the only thing I was fixed mindset in, unless you guys think that there's more, was um, – it wasn't until probably after I did my level three. I, th- I just thought I was always dumb, like not book smart. I yeah. was not intelligent enough for exams. I failed school, like all that sort of stuff. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm not good at that. Like there's no way I can be good at that. And then level three. <laughs> so it makes sense. <laughs> and then I was like, holy fuck, like this is such a cool, like I can't believe that I passed that exam. Like I did not think that I was ever going to be good enough to do any kind of like theory type exam, mm. but everything else I'll fucking jump off the cliff. <laughs> Always been that way with everything else. Um, but yeah, hiring people with a growth mind growth mindset, and that's I think um, I hate interviews. I hate them. I've always hated doing them. Like when I worked in sales as a sales manager, I'm like I don't fucking know this person. Like we sat down for half an hour, they just told me all these lies. Like what's the fucking point? Like you doing the interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like me interviewing someone, you don't know anything about them. Did you interview Candace? No, because she, you, what was the, I don't even know, because I just wanted a physio more, I think, to initially yeah. to help me work with the girls and women and pelvic floor and then you just started training in sessions and then, yeah, she was like, it's like weaseled my way in. It's very slowly over <laughs> time. <laughs> Like her master plan, like, yes. <laughs> She's calling for it. I think she was, I think you were, like, training or hanging around for a solid six oh, months-ish. I don't even know. I've done my level one already. I don't no, know. you, no, you did it with Belzo. Oh, yeah, I hadn't done it. No, it was, like, a slow, know. I think it was, like, you probably had the idea, and I was, like, oh, you should go do your level one now. Like, you just made it sound like my idea the whole time. <laughs> okay, mate. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think, yeah, so... A lot of people that I've hired, I've known for a long time. Yeah. And then you even think about, like, the new staff that we're getting on. Like, we've known them for a very long time. Um, with you, it was a like slow, slow transition to get yeah. you to start coaching. Yeah. I think I did one class, and then from there you were like, let's meet tomorrow, like, next day. Mm-hmm. Then we sat at the Good Bean in Malorba. You had Callie with you. Then we went across, like, the playground. So that was, like, my form of interview. Mm. 
And then I think from there, I did seven classes or something that you watched and assessed. Yeah. And then we had another coffee date and you like told me it was very funny. And <laughs> you took out your notes and that was the first thing. And I'll always remember that. And you said that, She's Candace. That funny. Candace, you're funny. I'm still funny. <laughs> you're hilarious. Thank you. Um, yeah, and then you gave me, like, your notes and stuff of what yeah. I can work on and yeah. gave me feedback and took me on. Yeah. But you didn't know me. We didn't know each other yeah. at all. I was I was very nervous yeah. because I normally know people very well before they start Yeah. Before they start here. But um, I, I, I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of character as well, but I have been, I've had the what's the old pull down over the eyes, the more mm. pull over the eyes before. Like I'm very, like I will give anyone the benefit of the doubt when I initially meet them. If I like you, if you don't, like if I walk up to someone um, and they have never hurt me, you're a good person until you prove me wrong, if that makes sense. Yes. I can get good and bad vibes from people and like what sort of person they think you are. But um, I had really, really good vibes from you and – yeah, I don't know. I just ran with my gut on that one. Yeah. Worked yeah, out all right. Everything else. Yeah, everyone else you, you were friends with and or I knew well. You. Yeah. yeah. I think it helped Renee who comes here. Definitely. Was like she's a good chick, yeah. so I, I really trusted, trusted her, her judgment as well. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, but yeah, the whole point of that one, like hiring people with a growth mindset, I think like you don't you can't really get that out of an interview. And I think um, I really like the way Benny Bergeron does it is, like, the car ride test. Like, yeah. can you go on a four-hour car ride with someone and still like them at the end of that? Or would you look forward to going on a four-hour? Like, both of you and everyone who works here, I could definitely sit in the car and talk shit to for, four, for four hours, no trouble. Yeah. I'd do most of the talking. <laughs> you would. <laughs> Be all about you too. How good I am. <laughs> Jokes. Um, but, yeah, and then if they don't have a growth mindset – like in that and that's a part of like giving you feedback when you first started like seeing how you handle that yeah and like if you you know get defensive or tell me why you know why you didn't do that or all that sort of stuff or if you actually really take it in you're listening without defending it even if you don't have a growth mindset straight away then you know that it's trainable yeah to get and I think um having most of our staff at the moment have come from classes like we get such a good I don't know, you just you learn so much about someone from coaching them. Like, you know, like you said, how well they take on feedback, um, how well they'll, like, apply that feedback. And if they can do that in a class environment, I'm pretty confident they can do it as a staff member of ours. Yeah. Um, Even, like, do they come to class on time? Yes. Do they stay after? Do they come to social events? Um, do, are the direct debits um, not rejected? Yeah. Um, They're all things that we look at when we're looking at staff, hey? Yeah. It's like, are you on RSVPing at the last minute? Like, are you cheering on the last people in the class? All those things. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty confident someone does that. Like, they're the, they're the kind of people that we want around. Definitely. In saying all of that, you haven't always had stuff like this. Mm. What do you think's changed? Uh, oh. <laughs> do you think, like, your standards have changed? No, I've always wanted this, though. Yeah. Like, what I've – like – I've always wanted what we have now mm. and I've always strived for it. I think um, – I'm trying to think. Like I think the people that I've had prior or like that were going to, you know, be coaches or whatever, like I think they had um, good potential but things got in the way. Yeah. Um, 
there was one that not many people would know now that um, stole from me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like a wool over the eyes type type thing, like thought she was a really, really good person. That was at the same time that I was heavily pregnant and then had just had a baby. So I don't know if it was like a, my priorities were elsewhere, didn't look deep enough into it type thing, just trying to just needed someone. Just needed someone. Yeah. Um, so it could have been that as well. Um, Do you think you've changed, like, your way of leading and stuff? I think it's, like, evolved. Yeah. I think I think that I've, like, I've always had pretty high standards on myself and what I want for the place, but, like, not having the team to help me get to where I want it to be was always the biggest struggle. Like, it, it was very, very lonely. Um, trying to do it all on myself. I'm not lonely anymore. <laughs> you never lose. <learned>. Yeah. <laughs> like the first, fuck, the first like four years, it was so fucking lonely. It was so, and now like just to have like, yeah, just I had people to bounce, bounce shit off of and know that I don't have to make all the decisions on my own. It's mostly you two that make my decisions <laughs> for me. She holds it back my hand like, let me do this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I like ask I ask Candace and Geordie for permission. Like if Geordie says no, I'll ask Candace. <laughs> Candace says no, I'll ask Geordie. Geordie again. <laughs> and then if both say no, I'll just get Jay to back me up. But then I go, well, this side and then this side. Fucking switch side. <laughs> <laughs> go in the middle. But I think um, what was the question? Have yeah, I? Yeah. yeah. I think um, I think the main difference is having you guys for sure. Like, but I think your leadership has changed a lot since. Do you reckon? Yeah, hundred percent. You're a much better leader now than you. Were. not that you were bad before yeah. but I think you have clearer um you've always wanted what you've got now but you've got we've got the plans in place to yeah. do it now so I don't know if do that you think that's like time you've got more time yeah. or we you know like a business course like I think yeah. all of those things have made a big difference in and the I last think 12 months similar to how we train together too like we push each other and we train like I I truly believe working with you guys like you you Sorry. Open it slowly. Less slowly. Hungry. I think that is not gonna fill me up. Smoothie. It'll fill me up. It's green. It's green. No, it's just protein. It's got protein. It's got protein. I was about to pay you guys a really big compliment. I truly believe that. <laughs> I'm about to drink. Don't interrupt it. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. I truly believe that you two have a very high standard of work ethic. So that really helps me pick up mine as well. Like, I, and I think that we're always constantly bumping each other up with that sort of stuff. Well, I am. I am. Honestly, <laughs> you, guys, you guys may not feel bumped up at all. But it was the same with training. Like, um, they're like, oh, stuff. Um, yeah, like, you, you know, trying to evolve together. And so I think that that definitely helps when you've got people to bounce that shit around with. Mm. We all have high Thank words. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was, I was waiting. I was waiting for it. Oh, oh, to give like, back. No, to oh. say like that's how you guys feel as well. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count if I had to ask for it. Oh, What's dear. next? What else? Autonomy, I think, is a huge one. You missed fun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. Autonomy. Yes. So you guys need... talk about that. Tell me how good I am. <laughs> <laughs> we like kind of get to do whatever we want like within we have we have those clear expectations which I, which I think really helps um but 
you know, from there, I pretty much created my nutrition business. You do like your PTs in the booty camp and the open prep course that's coming up. Like we have the autonomy to do things that we want to do. And then we run them by you and you say, yeah, go for it. Or like, well, let's fix this. Let's change this. Like we kind of get to do whatever. Pretty much. And you guys know this, pretty much the only rules is it safe, fun and effective. Yeah. yeah. Like in, and obviously fits within the guidelines of what we're trying to help people with. But if we can keep it safe and then make sure it's fun and then make sure it actually works. And I think a lot of workplaces probably don't have that. Like you don't have the autonomy to do what you want to do because you're so confined to like a set of rules or a set of expectations or whatever. So I think that's a big difference as well. Mm. Um, And it's meant meant that like I can step back a lot from my, my like real job as a physio because I have your real job. (laughs) She's always called it a real job. This is a fucking hobby. Like, because I, I have the, like, I can do that now. Like, I have my own kind of business within a business. And you've been the same. Like, you've been able to build up your yeah. own business on the side of coaching. Yeah. Um, Pretty exciting. Yeah. Like, really cool. yeah. I feel like we have, yeah, that freedom to be creative and think outside of just coaching. Because when I started, all I thought was, like, coaching and PTs. Yeah. And then now, like, boot camps, workshops. I've done gymnastics workshops and stuff like that. So it's definitely allowed me to grow as well in my skill set um I was going somewhere oh yeah and it's really cool like even next week with the timetable going back to normal and Nick and I were like coordinating our timetables and me realizing like my PTs have grown so much that I need him to offload some of my classes like that kind of thing and then maybe one day like he'll grow with his PTs and workshops but even having like the ability to like move our timetables around like I know if if you guys are tired like I can take over an afternoon and like vice versa if I need a morning cupboard like it's so flexible in that regard as well which most workplaces are not nah and I think that's what we really excel at as being like an action team it's not like one man for himself and we're all so selfish that we want our own time it's no it's like if you need help I'll be there and Mm. I know that you'll do the same for me and vice versa I think I I literally said the words when you guys would always ask me about swapping classes first you come to me I don't I don't care what you do as long as there's someone here to coach class like I've messaged Nick and Jay like 19 times like (laughs) you sure you're okay to come before me next week you sure you're okay (laughs) (laughs) and I think yeah I think you're right I think a lot of workplaces they don't have that freedom and I think again it comes from an ego perspective it's like no you need to run it through me first yeah. like run it by me like what why right. if they can fix the issue be responsible yeah. for yeah. it like yeah. what why I don't get it do people not trust their employees or something uh, like I, think I, remember, trust us I think it's a power thing yeah, yeah. they just want to have like the say and the control yeah, true. I remember with um the gym I used to work for to change a shift we'd have to fill out a form a shift change form you'd have to like write your name so if I wanted to offload my shift to you I'd fill out my name the shift time and then hand it to you you have to sign it oh wow and I, I guess that came about because people didn't show up for like there wouldn't be someone there to coach that class or whatever oh, okay yeah which yeah. is crazy but yeah. and that just comes down to teamwork and like you know the people you hire too like it's just, yeah yeah it's crazy characters. Yeah. God, what's next on my list? What's going on? Oh, God. Leaders create leaders. I think that, yeah, I think my point with that is 
a lot of people will hire staff to keep them at a like like smushed like hire people that are weak minded um so they can keep them exactly where they want them in this little bubble of like I control you you come to me and you are my employee like, yeah. yeah and yeah you know that I'm I don't often tell people that I own a gym if I remember you asked me that one day when we t- oh mate when I had a gym I was like guess what <laughs> everybody <laughs> it's like, I don't know I, I think we were at a shop somewhere and um we left like they asked what we did and like, we both said to coach or whatever and we left and you're like, why are you telling me you own the gym? I was like, oh, don't. and I didn't like think about it. And I think like, I, I, I truly believe that it's our gym. Like I don't look at this as my gym and I'm the boss and I do this. It's like, we, we, like I, I truly believe that like we are all a massive part in making sure that this runs well. And like that scares the fucking shit out of me, by the way. Scares that, that that's a scary thing for me because any any one of you can walk away at any moment and just be like, "Hey, you know, I still have to be here to pay the bills," which is you know, it's a scary thing. But I feel like there's enough um, expectation and trust and all that sort of stuff in here that that hopefully will never happen. Bye, see you. Yeah, cover in the closet. No coming back tomorrow. Um, I think you said that with when COVID happened and. Yeah. yeah, you had to shut the gym down. You're like, staff could easily be like, I can't do this. Yeah. yeah this isn't my, you know, description. Yeah. See ya. And a lot, I think a lot of workplaces did struggle with that. So the leaders, you know, I think, like, I want everyone to study every year. I want everyone to be better. I want, I want everyone to think that someone else that, that coaches here is better than them and they, I want them to try and be better than them. Like, like constantly, you know, pushing each other Push to each be other. better. Yeah. And not keep anyone smush. I don't like that. Mm. Smushy. I think that all kind of feeds into like, like having all of that stuff makes you a better person. It makes you a better coach. You like you're more in that growth mindset. It's all it all kind of like feeds each other. Hey. Mm. And then the last one, which you ruined before, <laughs> it's fun. Like this isn't work, like it's work, and we work hard, but it's really fun. It's yeah, so fun. all the time. What do you think is fun about it? Is it me? Mostly done. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly John, did you say? You're really funny. Me? Yeah. I feel like she's just been sarcastic though. I know, she's very, she's dripping with sarcasm. Oh, what a funny. I think, yeah, I think I could probably be done for sexual harassment um, mm-hmm. many times over. I think um, you're just harassment. <laughs> but I think I, that's what makes it such a beautiful thing is I think the team isn't too big that we're like, you know, get lost and people get forgotten about. Um and it's not too small that it's like, I don't know, just a couple of people hanging out. It's, I don't know, it's a very fun place to work. Why do you mm. think it's fun? Why is it fun? I think because it's not like we have that autonomy to do what we want to do within reason. Like, I don't know, just probably the owner's really funny as well. No, I think it's more. <laughs> more jarred. <laughs> Mostly jarred. I think I'm really fun. <laughs> I think it's me. No, <laughs> I think we all know when to work and when to play. It's like a really good balance. And so Hannah, she always wants to play. She always <laughs> wants to play. Well, always. So. She's learning. She's very young. She's <laughs> getting there. Um, and I don't know. It's just the dynamic of everyone's personalities just works very well together. Like even with 
Nick starting and then the whole like he's got he's scaring you guys like left right and center it's so funny and then but we know when that stops and then yeah. work goes and then it's a members of the priority and keeping them safe and having fun and stuff I don't know I think it just everyone knows their roles and we're all friends at the end of the day but at the same time we know that line between work and yeah, yeah. Play. and when when it's playtime, like you said, I think um, we play hard, <laughs> play hard, work hard, don't work hard, play harder. <laughs> um, I remember, I think I brought this up maybe on the podcast before as well. Um, at the gym I used to work at, my boss used to always get up with me for being friends with staff. He always used to say, um, when I was a sales manager, like there's like levels of um, relationships, and you shouldn't be friends with your staff or they won't respect you the same way that um, you should be respected as a leader. And I always fought with him of that, like, like openly said, like, that's bullshit. Like, I will prove to you that that isn't the way it has, like, doesn't have to be that way. And still to this day, it's how I run my life. Like, I don't want to work with people that I'm not friends with. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. This is my home. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. You come here every day. It's like such a waste of life if you, spend so much time with people you don't like and mm. mesh well with yeah yeah so that's bullshit i think so you tell him and like you, roger. i used to when he's <laughs> love you roger <laughs> she's listening to this um like when i used to work at a cafe and you just you get in trouble for talking to each other type thing like i think obviously don't talk whilst you're supposed to be serving people or whatever but but yeah like it's but, like, I think that truly shows, like, the customers that it's a good, comfortable workplace yeah. to be in. Like, why can't you be having a joke with another? Yeah. You know? Unless it's, like, a fancy, smancy little mm. where you used to work. Mm. Fancy wino place or whatever you call it. <laughs> you used to work at a fancy wino place. I did. They're very fancy. She was a madam there. A madam? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up. All, All right. right. Anything else? <laughs> um, no. What's happening in the next week? That's my question for you. What's happening in the next (laughs) week? Because you don't know the answer. (laughs) Again, I'm very scared. I don't know much. Um, New timetable starts next week, which Mm. is exciting. So what what are the changes, the main changes there? They have to go to the newsletter and read it, man. Oh, yeah, you know, you're right. I put so many hours into that bloody thing. Go and read it. Read the newsletter. But it's good. It's stuff that people have asked for, which we've been able to deliver now because we have the capacity to do so, which is really cool. Oh, I know something. The open... Open uh, Rego started today. It did. I know something. I know something. Comedian. <laughs> we'll put the link of also into the newsletter. So if you want to sign up, don't go to the read the newsletter. Either. Yeah. Um, your and open yes. prep course. So Nick and I are starting an eight-week open prep course. Um, starting Saturday, sixteenth of January. So not this Saturday. Next Saturday. Next Saturday, and spots are limited. And it's already filling up. It's already filling up. Yeah. Um. So just. Oh, I'm going to do a post. I'm going to put my other email address in because we're having some email troubles. Maybe just – when are you going to do Facebook Live about what the well, opening is? I was thinking is? the weekend sometime. Maybe just mention it in there too. Okay. Yeah. About your emails. I shall. Email yeah. troubles should be fixed next week. And this isn't for a while, but next round of booty camp starts 1st of Feb, so we've got about three weeks. I'm going to start getting that out there as well. But if you guys know anybody – Newbies. Newbies. Um, and you can bring them along this Saturday. Hey, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, the new times. Is it going to be new times for booty camp or same? Same. Monday, Thursday is four thirty. Still works. And ten thirty. Oh, and ten thirty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you, are you cutting that one? Or <laughs> you run just the fire. 